today on The Breakdown. It's a final table hand where first place is almost $326,000. Yes, and we're going to see a hand that plays out, well, pretty unusually, quite frankly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it down a notch here and talk to you guys straight for once and tell you the truth for once. This hand has plays that I probably wouldn't have thought to make, quite frankly, and maybe just wouldn't do even had I thought about them. I don't know, man. I don't know if this is good. I don't know if this is smart. Maybe this is brilliant, but a lot of money is on the line and a lot of chips are going to go in the middle. And not everyone's got a very strong hand. Let's get into it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Intentional that you implied that all other times in the history of this podcast we've been lying, except for that time that you said kind of the same thing that you often say in the beginning of a podcast. Yeah. So this is the only time that that thing has been true. I want to be clear that you have been lying the whole time, and I've been lying a lot. Like not as much as you, admittedly. I I feel I have a conscience, so for me, I can't just let it all go the way you can. You know? But you're not talking about like the poker analysis, right? right. Like we're, we've been honest about what we think about the poker. Sure. It's about us being reptilians. We haven't been telling the truth of that. Really? Reptilians? Yeah. We have a secret plan to take over the world. We're actually lizards. It's not, it's not secret when you do it like that, is it? Well, we don't have to release this podcast. I'm no. just feeling okay. kind of open, you know? Yeah, I understand how. Sometimes you just need to talk to someone. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. You, you keep it inside for Doesn't so long. Doesn't it feel long. good to finally let it go? <laughs> to let everybody know that we're reptilians. All right. But we're definitely not going to publish this podcast. No, right? no, no, no. Right? We can't. Because... No, because the government will come after us. Because well. they, they're aware of the reptilian threat, by the way. <laughs> Biden's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. It's great that you can say that. And we don't have to worry well, about re- I'm not repercussions. Because we're never going to publish it. No, re- no, no recriminations. It's like a fun little fantasy right now. We're pretending to, we're gonna, this is a podcast we're going to put out. Well, of I'm course saying, we never would. All I'm saying is don't be in the direct center of the Pacific Ocean on September 18th, 2022. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I mean, if you can't, I mean, honestly, if you're not paying enough attention to know that already, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, I mean. You're going to die. If, you, if this is the first you're hearing of the reptilian invasion, oh my God. then maybe you were meant to lose this whole thing. You know what? D-Y-O-R. Like, yeah. maybe you'll find, like, <laughs> get on YouTube and maybe you'll find some stuff which will help you with this. Yeah. But, um, you know, I will say this just to take it down a notch. As, as a reptilian? <laughs> yes. As a reptilian. As a reptilian, yes. Uh, there are people who very much believe what you're saying. Yes, I know. I actually know someone. Well, knew of someone. I was... He believes uh, an, the reptilian an, an, thing? Or her. An acquaintance who kind of believes that, yeah, there's a lot of reptilians in government and things like that. Also believe the Super Bowl was a satanic ritual. Um, it was pretty out there stuff. Okay. Yeah. And I, I remember saying to her, yeah, I don't believe any of those things, and I don't understand how you could believe them. Like, and without trying to even be aggressive, I just was trying to be, like, honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so foreign to hear someone mean it. Yeah. Yeah. So where are you going with that? Well, it turns out she was right about everything. Obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, but, you know, I had to play that, that, that part. Of, right, right. You know, no. Much the way William, Willem Dafoe played a yeah, part. Yeah, you, you, you people in your poker circles or your, your circles of academia or whatnot that you have, yeah, yeah. you probably know that person in your circle who's, like, the smart one who, like, you know, anytime you come up with, like, hey, what if, what if the Earth's actually not round? Right. And, what and that person's like, well, I have all these facts and reasons why, yeah. it's, why it is round, and here's all the good reasons, and I can show you the evidence. That's a fucking reptilian, people. 
<laughs> oh, it feels so good. I'm just laughing because it feels so good to have someone finally say it. Yeah. <laughs> We're everywhere. <laughs> you ever see that movie, They Live? No, I haven't. Oh, really? No. You know the plot? No. Okay, super quickly, less than a minute. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper's the star. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, he's like, comes across these sunglasses that when you put them on, you can see the world for what it truly is instead of what we see. Mm-hmm. And so we've, there's like an ongoing alien invasion. And like a lot of people are actually aliens. You can see that. And everything else is subliminal messages telling us to like stay, stay asleep, basically, and not like fight back or anything mm-hmm. like this. And it's a cool concept. It you know, gets stupid because there's a pro wrestler as the lead. There's a lot of dumb wrestling Haven't you fights. seen any movies with The Rock in them? They're all amazing. Yeah. This was... Rowdy Rowdy Piper's only film. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it's still, consi- but conceptually, it's really great. And there's a lot of great things about it. Um, and it's, a lot of it's very well done. And, uh, well, I'm just saying it's sort of like that. There's this great bit where he, like, holds up a dollar bill. And the subliminal message is, this is your God. And it's like, whoa, hits home. Hits home as a reptilian. Yeah, as a reptilian. Because <laughs> we care a lot about. We care so much about money. About currency. <laughs> <laughs> as, you know. Somewhere. Because we're from the planet Glorpglack, and that's what we care about Someone's there. listening to this. Well, they aren't, because we're not going to ever put it out. But if someone were to listen if to this. If someone were to listen to this. We secret, were to put this out by accident, and somehow this got out. Yeah. Someone would hear this and be like, they're telling the truth. Yeah. And they think, it sounds like a joke, but it's not a joke, and they're telling the truth. And that person would be right, but of course, we're never going to get this out, so that can't happen. Well, the fact, even if this were to go, go out to the world. Yeah, yeah. And people would consider it a joke, which I think that's probably what people would typically go. Of course they would. Everybody who is being reasonable with themselves and, and truly logical would think there's at least a one one thousandth of a percentage better chance that yes. Jonathan and Grant are reptilians than there was before I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like right. there's at least a small chance. There's the, you know, how could there not be? Right? right. I mean, that's probably true. You know, even if you were conv- even if you were you and you thought you were weren't yeah. a reptilian, now there's a little more of a chance that you are. I am feeling a little cold-blooded today. You could be... Ooh, I like it. Yeah. You could be a reptilian sleeper agent. Of course, we know there aren't reptilian sleeper agents. No, because that's a stupid concept created by American sci-fi writers. Exactly. Like, all reptilians know they're reptilians, obviously. Yeah. But... We but, have a smell. <laughs> but without you knowing that, of course, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd have to be at least a little more likely that you were a reptilian yeah. sleeper agent. <laughs> right. This is a poker podcast. Here's the thing that's crazy. Before we started recording, Grant was like, we're going to do this one's going to be quick. Yeah. We're not going to fuck around. Let's not do a lot of jokes. Let's just get into it. Bing, bang, boom, out of here in 35 minutes. I mean, minutes. You, that was a lot of, uh, you added a lot to that. I just said yeah. this one's going to be quick. Yeah, I know, but whatever. I'm I just... meant our talk about reptilians was going to be less than 20 minutes. <laughs> well, of course, we're not going to release this. It doesn't matter. Right, of course. So we've just been wasting. But if we were to, we'd probably want to su- name the suggester of the hand. Okay, fine. Oh, let's, and, let's pretend. Okay, let's pretend. Owen Abma, yeah. probably a reptilian, based on this hand. I assume suggest. he did such a good job. Selecting. I mean, it's a Bruno Volkman hand, who's reptilian. Reptilian. <laughs> Uh, reptilians love guess, reptilians. Guess who's going to win the hand? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you one thing about reptilians. They love reptilians. All right. So, yes. Owen Abma suggested this on Twitter. Yeah. Jonathan's shaking his head over I there. He's like, how did we it. get down this road? I just can't It's 100% it. my fault. That's how it happened. You know, you said reptilian. And I was like, that's dumb. And then here we are. We've done a whole thing, and it's been great. Of course. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Twitter, Owen Abma. We are the poker guys on Twitter. If you want to be like Owen and do a good job suggesting, that's where you do it. Yep. He timestamped the video, which is very important. It's a long video. We got to know when the hand is. And uh, yeah, maybe you'll get your suggestion on the breakdown. It can happen to you. It can. Just like reptilianism. All right, let's get into it. All right, so um, it is a full ring table. Or no, there's eight remaining. Yeah. I think it is. That's right. In the uh, the weekly Super Millions on GG Poker, which somehow they're getting a 10K buy-in, which is kind of amazing. 
And they're having these things, I think, every week, maybe once a month, but it's pretty frequent on GG. Um, this guy, Bruno Volkman, let's talk for a second about him because okay. he's obviously crushing these things. I'm pretty sure, I don't think we had the last name, but when we were doing World Series of Poker coverage, when I was on GG Poker for like the 2020 World Series of Poker, mm-hmm. there was a guy named Bruno who was from Brazil who was at multiple final tables that we had commentary on. And I think it might have been this guy. Well, this guy is from Brazil. Yeah. So that's possible. His Hendon Mob is not that impressive, interestingly enough, which I'm a little surprised about, quite frankly. And it includes a bunch of the online WSOP stuff, but there, but he did final table. Well, not final table. He cashed in a lot. He actually didn't final table in his uh, WSOP online thing. So maybe, maybe it was a different Bruno. I think it is a different It might Bruno. just be a common Portuguese name, I guess. Yeah. The last time he made a final table, uh, a major final table, at least that Hendon would recognize, uh, was November 2019, and that was live. Okay. Um, so we have, but I have him cashing in a bunch of WSOP events, so online WSOP. Okay, events. well, either way, this guy has been doing well in these events, these 10K events, because we did a breakdown about a month mm-hmm. ago where he was heads up against Isaac Barron in this thing, and we did the final hand of it, which, yes. which Barron won on, which was a very interesting hand. You should go check Volkman it out. Volkman plays, made some plays that we didn't love, actually. Yes. But we didn't hate them either, right. if I recall. We thought they were at least mostly reasonable most of the we time. We had some suggestions. You know, yeah. But you know, obviously he's doing something right. He's here again at the final yeah. table. He's got um, about nine hundred thousand in, in earnings, according to uh, Hendon. Anyway. Right, and that's live, of course. Yeah. Well, live and now uh, it includes some, some online yeah, stuff. Okay. Too. And then his opponent for the hand is going to open the hand. It's Juan Dominguez, and you did a little research on this guy. Yeah, he's actually Juan Pardo Dominguez, which is important because there's another Juan Dominguez who has nothing going on Hendon wise. Juan Pardo, Juan Pardo Dominguez in this case, uh, does have a lot going on. He's got over three million in live. Or three million dollar Hennon. He's got his biggest score is over one point one million dollars. Uh, he plays in big events. He plays in high roller events, both online and in real life. Uh, he doesn't mess around. This guy. So he's he's been very successful. He's like not even thirty years old. He's he's doing pretty good. Okay, good for good for one. Yeah, we're all, we're all proud of him. Um, so he is going to open the hand. He's, okay. They're not super deep at the final table. There's one one stack is significantly bigger, and but Juan Dominguez is one of the bigger stacks with 1.4 million at 25k, 50k, so okay. almost 30 blinds. He's got a six of clubs under the gun, eight hand, and he's going to open it. I guess because he has one of the bigger stacks at the table. I guess that's why he would open a six of clubs under the gun. He doesn't really have one of the bigger stacks at the table. But I'm just looking at the table. Like there's three guys with over 2.4 million. I was there's a guy the with 1.8 million. So he's he's in the lower half of stacks actually. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah. never mind. Then I guess he just likes to open. Yes, I think that's probably more like it. In fact, there's also no one with clearly low, a clearly lower chip stack than him. Right. Oh, Bruno Volkman Except has Volkman. a clearly. So Volkman's the one guy. Really? It's... Volkman's the short stack by a lot here. Okay. I guess I was looking at the wrong part. This of... is weird to decide to open this hand under the gun when Volkman has this many chips. I'm a little surprised. Yeah, when, when you're not one of the bigger stacks. I guess he's just very aggressive, plays a lot of hands, and isn't going to change no matter how deep you are, it seems like. Okay. The only person who's like a candidate to three-bet shove on him is Volkman. That's good. Volkman's probably not going to shove a lot of hands against the under-the-gun range either. And you probably just fold a six, even though it's, you're getting a pretty good price because Volkman's going to start the hand with like 12 bigs, or more than 12 bigs. but 14, yeah. Yeah, 14. Um, you mean, when you say you'd probably, you mean like one Juan Dominguez is probably going to fold a six if he gets shoved on. Pretty, oh, fold it. I assume he Yeah, is. pretty easily, even though the price is going to be decent. It, I mean, what is the guy shoving yeah. when you open under the gun? Unless we're playing every hand. We, we, even then, it's such a blow to our stack, too. We're definitely folding. Yeah. Anyway... 
He does open. Okay. It's unconventional. You don't see it often from pros these days to open this hand under the gun. I'm not in love with this. Uh, I'd want to be way deeper to do this unless the table's just getting out of the way, which seems I unlikely. Doubt. It's a tough table. David Peters is at exactly. this table. Isaac Haxon is at this table. Yeah. Like, I don't want to mess around with these guys. Yeah. Anyway, Juan Dominguez does. Okay. He's got a lot of success, That's so, fine. you know, good on him. Yeah. He opens to 110 under the gun out of the 1.4 million stack. It folds around to Volkman, yep. who does have 700K, so 14 bigs, and he's in the big blind with queen seven off. I suppose there's an argument to fold. I think there is an argument to fold. Just because it's like 1.2 blinds is a significant portion of your stack at this point, yep. percentage-wise. And you can get in, like you can lose the tournament on this hand by flopping one pair because you kind of are pot committed at that point unless it's a really scary board. We're up against the under-the-gun range, too. I think I would, I would generally default to folding this hand because under-the-gun opened it. If like the hijack opened, I'd be much more apt to defend. I would defend. Yeah. But like under the gun, it just feels like he has to get through so many people. He's like, this is like one of the worst hands he can ever show up with that doesn't have us dominated. Right. And queen seven off is just like an ugly hand. So trashy. Like we flop a queen and we put a lot of chips and we're probably screwed. Right. I'd much rather have nine, 10 off or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So I think there's, there's at least a case to be made to fold. It can't be that bad to call when you just look at the price we're getting. And we, we do, we are the massive short stack here, like compared to everyone else. So we need like, to make something happen, sort of. You can make that case. I wouldn't want to make it happen in this spot, though. I right. think I'd be inclined to fold here. I think I would too. It is really a good price, though. And look, if I had Queen 8 off, I'd, for, I'd always call. Or Queen 7 suited. It. Yep, both of those. But it feels like Queen 7 off is, is right where I draw the line. Queen five off? I mean, I guess if we're calling queen seven, we're probably calling all the bad queens. I guess so. Because what's the difference? You can't really? make a straight with queen seven. It's not really different than... I mean, the only difference is like queen three and queen seven is if we hit a seven or a three, a seven's higher up, yeah. which is, helps a little bit. Right. That's it. It's not that good. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we're just defending a lot because we care about price, which is, I guess, fine. Bruno likes a good price. Yep. And so he's going to call. Well, he's in perfectly fine shape. He's like 45.55. Yep. Not too bad. Pot's 293K. Okay. Flop's good for Bruno, unless, you know, the reverse implied odds kick in, but they don't in this case. Queen of spades, nine of spades, deuce of diamonds. Bruno flops top pair, a six of clubs for, for Juan Dominguez having open under the gun. So an incredibly terrible flop for that hand. Oh, yeah. Huge uh, miss. Yeah. Bruno checks. Yep. Not much to say there. All right. I default to checking back on this board as Dominguez with this hand. What do you think? I think because we're under the gun and because... Our opponent is clearly going to be calling with a very wide range, as it turns out. We can see that. So we may know that. Um, we may have just seen that he doesn't fold in yep. the big blind. I think we can take a shot here. I think we can bet very small and take a shot. Our under-the-gun range is so strong compared to his range. We're just destroying him range-wise here. Admittedly, the board is, feels pretty range-neutral. Yeah. Um, but like we have like ace-queen. He doesn't. Right, he might not have king queen. He probably has king queen. He has queen deuce and queen nine. Of course he does, but he has a lot of other things too. Yeah. If he has queen deuce, that means he's got jack seven. It means he's got so many things that are just complete whiffs. And we have a six off. Like, I mean, we do have the best hand when, we, when he whiffs. Suited ace. Oh yeah, suited. But like, we're just gonna. I like just betting and seeing if we can win the hand and betting small. Personally. Yeah. I don't hate that. And what what Dominguez does is he bets fifty k, which is the minimum bet into two ninety three. So. It feels like it probably has to be a plus EV bet. Yeah. It's just like pure equity denial. We're never folding out a better hand, obviously. Never. It's a 0% chance. Right. But it's just like, it's better to do this now and get rid of the, the five sixes of the world. I mean, you're going to fold or out. five sevens. I, I think guess, if you've got jack, seven, and worse, those hands are probably just going to fold, even for 50. Right. right. And we're, and jack, we're, eight, nine. And we're of very not. happy with that outcome. Yeah. We'd be thrilled to just take it down. And 50K means we can, it leaves us a lot of room to do lots of things later if we want to. 
right? Yeah. We've, we haven't really inflated the pot, so it gives us a little more um, maneuverability. Also, we're not really threatening a stack yet, so we're going to fold out all the zero equity, seemingly zero equity hands that, that actually have equity against us. But things that like are doing terribly against a nine, for example, that are just like, I can't even call. Like, ace-nine's got me in jail here. Uh, and, you know, we're going to call by a bunch of other stuff, and it's fine. Right. Because it's 50K, like you said. Like, we're giving ourselves such a good price to bluff here. It's hard not to love. Seems fine. So with the, the bet being so incredibly small, being one-sixth of the pot, is there, and, and Volkman's stack-to-pot ratio being, you know, pretty small to start off with, is there any reason to just raise right here as Volkman and, of course, never, never fold to a 3 There has to be at least a discussion that we have about should he raise. Yeah. I just think there has to be. Like, it's a wet board. We have top pair. This is one of the better hands we're going to show up with here. Uh, we can deny equity. Uh, Sometimes we can get it in in like a flip situation or even slightly better. If he's got ace nine, he's calling, right? Probably. It's a wet enough board. I think he, I think, I don't think he can bet full ace nine here. Yeah, probably. For, for like 13. Yeah. For, actually, it's, it's for 11 blinds. He's going to have to call off ace nine. Yeah. And if he has like the nut flush draw, we, oh, yeah. we have reasonable equity for our stack. It's I think fine. we should be happy to gamble in that yeah. spot. Um, shutting down. Uh, a bu- like a lot of times when he bets 50k and we call, he's not going to put another chip in anyway. But we just right. give him free shots at turns and rivers, right? That sucks. I don't want to do that. So I don't hate a raise at all here, even though it is a little game theory disaster. It's not totally because right. there are some hands that, like you said, the nut flush can call. I think maybe a bunch of nines can call. Certainly the really good nines can call. Hands better than a nine that are worse than a queen, which is jacks and tens, I think are going to call also, although they block the straight draws. But still, if they don't have a spade in them, we are, probably we're venturing towards game three disaster mode. So yeah, I we think are. we have to reiterate that it's very important to note that the reason we're considering this is, is Volkman's stack and the other stacks at the table. Right. Like, if Volkman calls, he's going to have 11 blinds left. And he's right. by far, he's like half the stack of everybody else. Right. Um, so deciding to win this pot right now can't be that bad. With, with the option of sometimes doubling up if things go exquisitely yeah. well, which is rare, but it could happen. But there's like six blinds in there right now. Yeah. And like we only have. Well, we have, uh, we have 12 before we've decided to call, and there's almost six blinds in there. Like, it can't be that bad just to take the six blinds a lot and shut down any chance of losing this hand. Like, right. that's a big deal for us. So there's at least a reason to do it. The, the counters, of course, as we've been talking about, man, what's actually calling? Like, a lot of hands that either are flipping with us or have us in jail, and then a few hands we're beating. Right. right. Mostly, it, it's like we're, we're not doing well against the range that continues. That's for sure. Yeah. But that's not as important when our stack is this size. And, right. And equity denial is so valuable at this point. I mean, it's going to suck if any spade comes and he bets again. We probably can't fold. But probably not, but geez. I don't know. Like, ugh. That's not cool. And if he goes bet shove, like, I guess he can just have the naked ace of spades, but he sure could have us a lot of ways. A lot of ways. Yeah. It is a much more common play just, just to call. No question. Which is what Volkman does. Yeah. An uncommon play is to use the link in the description when you sign up for Nitrogen. And by uncommon, I mean common because it's so good. Yeah. You know, it all makes sense if you're reptilian. I was just going to say, I want to make a, um, for all the reptilians out there listening, I just want to say something in reptilian to you guys. It's the ad, but it's a reptilian. Okay, version. go, go ahead. So... Back wow. to you, Grant. I did not know you were racist until, <laughs> until right now. <laughs> you but, mean reptilian racist? Yeah, like you said racist things. Well, I think the snout noses don't deserve the same <laughs> kind of life as the non-snout noses. Oh, okay. And I think I think all snout noses would agree with me and should agree is with me. Is this a Rick and Morty reference to like It that? almost is the race war thing, yeah. You know, with yeah, the yeah. nipples. Yeah, that is what I was thinking yeah. as I said it. 
Yeah, that's from like that's the Unity one from season yeah, two, right? I season so. one. I don't know. Great episode. Either way, Nitrogen Sports is what we're talking <laughs> about here. Season one. Use the link in the show notes, as the fancy podcasts call yeah, them. Yeah, the description, as to, we call uh, it. To enter Nitrogen Sports and enter the, enter the Nitroverse, as we like to say over at Nitrogen Sports. I like that. Yeah, in the Nitroverse, if you use that link, that particular link, you get access to our monthly Nitroverse tournament, which is really the Poker Guys monthly tournament. Yep. Uh, it's always an overlay. It's wonderful. They guarantee an overlay because they don't like money. I don't exactly know why. It's, we don't get it's it. It's a great expected value for all the players. So you got to get in there and get you some poker. It's Bitcoin only, and they give you your money fast. If you bing something, 90 minutes or less, you get your Bitcoin. It's a Sports good deal. betting, casino games. They got the whole range. And also, dude, snout noses. <laughs> You're with me. Rise. You know my mother-in-law is a snout nose. <laughs> yeah. I, that means she agrees with me. Oh, it's sorry. The anti, it's the non-snout noses, though. You don't even know how I'm being snout nose racist. <laughs> <laughs> this is all okay, right? They can cut this up and make it sound bad, but who's going to do it besides Kanye? Kanye will do it, and he won't make it sound bad. He'll make it sound <laughs> good. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. He's going to drop a beat in that stuff. Okay, okay. It's going to be good. As long as we get some royalties, I'm down. Yeah. We'll, we'll get some royalties. <laughs> R.I.P. Kanye and Kim, man. Sad. What? Sad. Really? Oh. I knew they were on the rocks. Did it, did it end? I think so. I just knew they were and on I've the rocks. And I've been devastated ever since. <laughs> well, I won't say who, but one of them, clearly reptilian. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we go. Okay. Back to the hand. Yes. We now have 393K in the pot. We have uh, Bruno Volkman with queen seven off, queen nine deuce, two spade board. He check called the, the min bet of Juan Dominguez, who has ace six of clubs, really nothing going on, just hoping to hit an ace. The turn is the eight of diamonds. So Jack 10 comes in yep. as the nuts. That's uh, about it. It's a second diamond, which could factor in, but does yeah. not here. Uh, you know, a couple 8x combos happen, but whatever. Bruno checks again. I don't really see any other course of action. It'd be super weird to lead, especially when the eight comes. All right. right. Here's the thing that happens when you do this min bet that we love so much yeah. on the flop. Now you're sitting here on the turn and you're like, it was a min bet. I mean, like, I have right. to go for it now, right? Like, he's going to call with so much. And yeah. now, now I can really fold out hands that are better than mine if I bet again and I bet bigger. I mean, imagine if we're up against, like, I don't know. Can he really call with even a, parent, a bad parent of gut shot if we bet enough? Like, like uh, 8-10, which we would have called. He would have called on the flop with, right? Because it was 50K. Yeah, yeah. And he turned an 8. Can he really call if we bet a lot? I don't mm, know. Probably not. Probably not. Like, yeah. Wow. That's it, pretty it awesome. It is tempting to go for it. We have no combinatorial reason to go for no. it with our hand. We don't block anything that we want to block. All we have is we're under the gun. He's in the big blind, and he's calling. He called so wide on the flop. It's very reasonable to go for trying to push him off something here. I guess the, I think the biggest question is actually, will we fold out nines if we bet again with the sizing that whatever we choose? Right. Because if we're not going to fold out nines, we should not bet. I agree with you completely. I, think I don't think we can reasonably expect to fold out queens. Never are we going to yeah. fold. I mean, we, shouldn't, we should not believe we can. Yeah. If he wants to make a tight fold, congratulations. But we should. But targeting nines is, is the way we should price this. Yeah. I agree a thousand percent. We can have jack 10 suited for sure. Yeah. We can have ace queen. We can have king king. We can have ace ace. We can and, have sets. And because he's short enough, we, would, we really might bet. Even though the, the straight comes in, we might be like, fuck it, I'm betting aces again. I'm yeah. not going to give the spades a chance just to draw for free or give him free five outs. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some pressure on him or try and get value out of the queen or whatever, right? Yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's, I, I agree with you completely. So can we fold out a nine? That's the question. Okay. Well, our opponent has like 580. I, he's got 586 left, right? There's 393 in the pot. 
what can we bet that would fall without a nine that is still reasonable and is telling a reasonable story? Like, let's not lose our mind. If we go all in, maybe we'll fall without a nine, but now we might get heroed by weird stuff, too, because it's so odd. It's somewhere between half and three quarters pot, I think. I would think more than half, because the board is wet enough, right? Yeah. Boy, it's one of those, I hope this works. How many times have you been in that spot where like, they call a bunch and you're like, well, I'm just going to fire big on the turn. That was the plan. I'm going to follow through. And then you're like, when you're actually doing it, you're like, well, I really hope they're full. Yeah. Am I just a terrible player? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, should I be reassessing? Because I'm not. Yeah. I'm just putting a big bet out now. And I sure don't have anything. You sure do. <laughs> yeah. But maybe you'll throw it away. Yeah. I think you have to go relatively big. I guess you're I right. I think, I think 75% of pot is like... About right, something like that. Yeah, Dominguez does go for it. He goes a little bit less than that. He goes yeah. two seventy five into three ninety three. That's pretty good though. Yeah. That's that's close. That's like seventy. Yeah, right? yeah. That feels like the thing is, especially with the that's almost half of Volkman's remaining stack. So Volkman is going to feel pretty committed here, one way or the other, right? So yeah. we can because we're betting so much, we know we can't bluff the river if yep. he calls. By the way, he might not ever be calling here. We would think, right? He might just shove or fold. We might think it's a shove or fold spot, so it's going to be pretty straightforward. Like. We're willing to risk this much. If it doesn't work, we're done with the hand, right? Yeah. So in that way, I kind of like it, too. Like, we're not, we're, we're acting like we're going to shove the river, but we're not going to put another chip in. Yeah. I don't hate this at all. What do you think? Yeah, I think I like it. I wish we had something combinatorially that helped us a little right. bit here, some blockers of any kind. I guess we don't block the spade draws if he's got a bat, but he would have probably check-raised the spade draw on the flop. I don't anyway. know. I'm back and forth, because I, I like the idea based on having min bet the flop and Volkman's range being very wide. But I also like the discrete idea on the flop of that that bet having its own equity that yeah. I care about, and I don't have to make it a whole play around that bet because it's a one blind bet. I kind of like that and too. So based on that logic, I'd rather have a combinatorial reason than not if I'm going to continue, or else I feel like I'm continuing too often. Well, what I could say is it feels pretty unlikely that Volkman has Jack Ten, right? It does. He's going to raise a lot, right? So flop. like we can't completely eliminate it, of course, but we can almost completely eliminate it. So we've got like. Maybe all the Jack 10s are maybe just Jack 10 suited, but he has almost none of them because he's almost always raising the flop. I just think... I, so that's good. I don't care about all that right now. It like, helps a lot. I'm kind of going back to, like, we're making this play too frequently if we don't have a combinatorial reason. Yeah. Like... Because we're going to do it... If we, we just have to... Down. We just have to... We have to put the, the blinders on ourselves and, like, limit our sight here as far as how often we can take this shot or yeah. else we're doing it too much. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, and Volkman's not, like, a nobody and he isn't a pushover. Right. There's, there's guys you can just throw away that, and it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. They're just eventually going to crumble. Volkman's probably not one of those guys. No. I mean, he called the queen seven off from an under-the-gun race. He's not one of those guys. Right. So that's a really good point. And I think the idea of breaking up these plays and seeing that 50K bet as a discrete thing, because often we say, well, you need a multi-street plan right. here. You don't need a multi-street plan when that, when, that, when that bet alone has such a good expected value, you can just let it be its own thing. Right. And, of course, we would continue sometimes combinatorially if it made sense. Yeah. Um, it clearly doesn't here, right? Right. The only thing we can say is, well, he doesn't have. He has almost no versions of the nuts, and we do. I guess we don't block spades. Maybe that's good. We but... don't block spades, but that is often a check raise too. Yeah. Um, so it's usually a pair. It's usually a nine. Was it nine deuce? Ah, uh, yeah. Nine deuce. Queen nine deuce. It's usually a nine or a deuce. Maybe a bad ace high sometimes, which is sometimes ahead of us, sometimes behind us. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I think you're probably right that we should probably just not keep going instead of having to do this big thing all the time. Right. If we felt like our opponent was in any way cowed by the money, I'd be very excited to bet here. Yeah. But otherwise, I probably wouldn't be. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, he does. 275 and a 393. Okay. It's not awful. So as Volkman, that's about half your stack. Yeah. Do you just shove even though like... 
I guess you can maybe get called by worse. You can get called by the flush draws now, I think. You have to get called by the flush draws. And, you know, still a nine may decide to call because all the draws are, like, the flush draws are all still in. Now, I think a nine is probably going to yeah, fold. because the eight comes in. Yeah. And when maybe, he, wouldn't, he, wouldn't he be aggressive with his flush draws on the Maybe nine, ten, and nine jack will call because they also have the gut shot. But I don't think other nines are going to call okay. necessarily. Um, my initial hit is I would expect Volkman to move in here. Because, like, we wouldn't expect we're going to get any money on the river. Is the guy really going to bluff us again? We just called half our stack. People like, are doing that these days. I know. They are doing it some. And you know who used to do that a lot was uh, the guy from the World Series final table that time. You know oh, yeah, I mean? that guy. The guy who, um, oh, man. So when Kui win one, who'd he beat? He beat the white kid. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's only been one white kid at a World Series of Poker final table. What was his name? Gordon Veo. And Veo busted the... Uh, the guy with the ace king, when Bale flopped a set and just went call, call, call. The guy with the ace king is the guy who does this kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Remember? remember? And he did the same thing where he set up like a half a pot shove on the river. Right. And he he's was like, like a Russian? Or I think so. Maybe, I think maybe it was Russian. Czech Republic? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and he clearly had been doing that very effectively against guys like Veo, but Veo had a set and knew that this kind of thing was going to happen and was just like happy to go call, yeah. call, call and win easily, right? Um, but mostly people don't do that. Mostly when you call a big bet on the turn, and the guy's like put in half his stack as a short stack. He's generally calling the river, right? Like yeah. he doesn't have any draws. Yeah. He's got a queen or he's got a really good nine. And he's probably calling those on the river unless we get a magnificent river card. Maybe a king, maybe an ace we can bluff on. Well, we don't have to bluff on an ace in this. Oh, that's right. So in this case, it would be a king. Yeah. We, could, we could decide to bluff a king. That'd be the only one to even consider. And he may feel obligated to call anyway. Maybe the king of spades. There's very few good bluff cards for us if... If we bet and get called here, so all of this to say, you think Volkman should shove, right? Because Vol- Volkman's in that mindset, thinking, trying to think like, what's my opponent going to do on the yeah. river? I kind of like a shove to shut out equity at this point. Shut out equity. Getting called by the flush draws is good now, right? It's, it's like very good. We're we're way ahead. We're going to win a big pot. It's okay to win this pot right now. Yeah, this is a huge win for us. There's not that much left to win. There's there's another three hundred thousand, six more blinds, but it's only six blinds. Right. We've also doubled the potential flush draws because it's a second diamond on the turn. Exactly. And Dominguez could definitely have all of those. I mean, when he continues, he's yeah. he's often got spades or now diamonds, right? right. Where he's, he bet the back door on the flop, turn the second diamond, and it continues. It'd be great to get all the money in now way ahead. If he's got his beat, we know we're... Like, if we were to call, we're probably planning on calling the river anyway, almost every river, right? Yeah. Maybe the king of spades we have to fold. Maybe there's a few other really bad rivers. I guess the ace of spades. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Uh, Maybe the ace king of diamonds are bad, too. But almost every other river we probably have to call. Probably. Maybe not an ace. But, like, something like 85% of the deck we're going to have to call anyway, right? Yeah. So, like, we don't have to worry about protecting our stack here. And, like, oh, no, he had the aces, and we lost. Like, he's probably getting it all on the river anyway. Like, if a deuce comes on the river, he's shoving, we're calling, right? Yeah. So, like, I kind of want to just shut him out right now. I feel that way, too, but Volkman doesn't. I know. He just makes the call. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I guess he believes he's up against an opponent who is uh, very bluffy. I guess. I mean, because I don't know what else it could be. Dominguez probably is very bluffy based on this hand alone. That right? is true. Like, he's right. Like, yeah. he didn't check raise the flop, and it turns out he was right not to. And he's like, boy, look, this is the kind of hand that will insta fold, and it's got three outs against us. Right. And maybe he'll take another shot. Like, it's almost a free roll for us. Almost. Well, that's interesting because of what happens next. I the know. Maybe he'll take another shot. Part. I know. We're going to get to it. It's it interesting. 943K in the pot now. Wow. Queen nine, deuce eight, two spades, two diamonds. Nobody has a flush drop. Volkman has queen seven off. And 311K left. He's got a yeah. third of the pot. One third, less than a third, barely, of the pot left for Volkman, yeah. 
And uh, Dominguez, under the gun with ace six of clubs, has just nothing going on. Mm. The river is the queen of hearts, so Vulcan makes trips. Yes. All right, what do you do if you're Bruno? This is an interesting card. This is like one of the few cards where I'd be worried about the check back. I think you have to shove. Yeah. Like, aces and kings are going to check back. Of course they are. And they're going to call if you shove. They have to call. Yeah. Um, Jacks and tens, if they've decided to bet the turn, have to check. Everything has to check back. That isn't a a complete error. And by the way, Air is probably checking back too because he's yeah. like, you're not calling. If you call with a nine on the turn, you're probably going to call river. again. Yeah. Right? If you have a queen, you're obviously never folding. What else do you have? Right. I guess you could have eight, ten once in a while and be, or eight jack and be holding on, and I'm going to be unhappy that I didn't shove. But like, can those hands even check call the turn? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I think, so I think, I think you, you have, have to shove. You have to shove as Volkman. It's the only way. I mean, like, because classically, all of the better hands, you're going to put the money in against anyway if you check. And of they course. Move. We're never folding this hand. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. If he's got his beat, he's getting the 311. We don't worry about that. It's yeah. only how do we get money when we've got him beat. Right. The only way, like, I assume he's checking back a six. I assume he's checking back a six. I assume he's checking back aces also. So, right. So, like, we have, to, we have to shove. We have to shove. I like the idea of shoving. So does Volkman. Yeah. He does it. This is good because sometimes in the, in the moment... It's easy to, like, you're just so used to playing in flow and checking the guy, especially when you gave him a chance on the turn. Like, it's good that he, like, reassesses this and is like, okay, that's a card that's going to get checkbacks from a value range even. Yeah. That, or value, uh, a lot of hands that were betting the turn for value. Yeah. That I'm now beating. Right. And maybe it was beating before, but definitely I'm beating now. Like, I got to give myself a chance to get paid by those hands. Yep. And he's probably not going to keep bluffing on this card either. This is a good play by Bruno. This is, this is the right play. It's, and it's good to figure it out in the moment, as you said. Yeah. So good job to Bruno. I'm just going to say what happens, and then we'll talk about it. Cause, <laughs> okay. Because Dominguez has a six of clubs, and he calls. Yeah. He calls on the river. Queen, nine, deuce, uh, eight of diamonds, making a second flush draw. Queen of hearts on the river. He calls with a six of clubs. We're going to have to really try hard to justify this one, and I think it's, it's worth trying because this guy has really good results. Yeah, okay. We're going to have to really try, but you're right. We should give it a full, honest effort. It's weird. When I first saw this, and I saw it quickly, I thought it was an odd call. But yeah. that's all I thought. As we've gotten this deep into the hand now, my initial hit before we've like really delved into it is it's not an odd call. It's a bad call. Um, that's my initial hit. Right. Let's see if we can like see what's going on here. Okay. The only thing that makes any sense is that you'd expect Bruno to play a flush draw, a spade flush draw like this. He doesn't have a diamond flush draw. Obviously. Except you can't expect that. No, because he's going to check raise a lot of the time on the flop when it's a 50K bet. We bet half his stack on the turn. He's never going to check call right. spades on the turn. He's going to, he can't. He can either check raise, he can check fold, he can't check call that's, half his stack. That's really problematic. And beyond that, even if for some reason we think Volkman is the guy who's going to fuck with the dials and he will check okay. call with draws in both of those spots. There are other draws too. It's not just spades. It's the gut shots and it's the open ender. And guess what? Both of those are better than a six now. Yes, that's right. Like what if he's got, could he? Yeah. I mean, I guess King got, 10, King 10 is still losing, but okay, fine. There's a hand. Yeah. By the way, is he going to call with King 10 on the turn? How can he? Only if he's super fucking with the dials. We, we bet two, we bet almost half a stack. We he's, bet five and a half blinds. He's pulling a Sam Greenwood, you know, but but Sam Greenwood called and left a lot of chips. Yeah, back. yeah. This is like the guy has six blinds. Yeah, he can't put in five and a half to leave himself. He's beyond six Sam Greenwood. Ten. He's on a higher plane. He can't have spades. He can't have any draws. He has to have a pair. He has to. He has to. Doesn't he have to? Well, find a, find another way, Lovey. Okay. Be better. All right, I'm gonna try really hard right now to find another way. What are hands besides? Nope, King Ten of Diamonds. Why wouldn't he check raise all in? That's a great Sometimes question. Sometimes he's going to get some folds. 
And this way, make sure he gets paid when he gets there. Yeah. A king might be good even. He may have reasonable equity. You just can't call half your stack with king-ten of diamonds there, right? You wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so, at least. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, we're, we're really stretching to find hands that he has to be playing weird and play those hands that way and then decide to play them like this on the river when the queen pairs, which, by the way, is also in your range as Juan Dominguez. Like, you, your opponent should be a little bit afraid of you having a queen. We also don't think Juan Dominguez is folding like kings here. No. With the shove. No. I think he gets a call. Yeah. If he's got ace-nine, he's got to consider calling at least, right? Like, that's a reasonable call here. All right. Because aces and ace-nine play the same. So we can't find a reason there. How I, I know okay. the answer already, but we also definitely are not going to find a distribution reason from our perspective as Juan Dominguez. Like, we are very low in our distribution. We have quads in our range. We have all of the full houses, probably deuces full included, yeah. because we opened a six of clubs. Agreed. I mean, we don't have, like, queen deuce, but we have a, maybe not queen nine. Maybe we don't have any queen X full houses. Okay. But we have all of the pair full houses. We have quads. Um, we have straights. In our range. We have trip queens. We a have a fair amount of them. We have a fair amount of trip queens. Queen 10 plus, probably. Yep. We Queen have, 10 suited plus, yeah. at least. We have aces. We have kings. Yeah. We have jacks. We have tens. Potentially. I think... I'm not sure if we bet those on the trip, yeah. but we might. They're potential. Um, if we have those, then we have ace nine. If we, we have some yeah. nines. If we don't, then we don't. Whether or not we have those hands, it doesn't matter. We right. are so significantly far down in our distribution. What blockers would we want to have in our hand that would make sense to make a call here? We wouldn't, have, we wouldn't want any spades or diamonds. We don't. So that's good. It's hard to believe he would ever play spades and diamonds like this, though, but we still wouldn't want to have those in our hand. Just in case, yeah. We wouldn't want to have... Okay, well, we don't have any of the gut shot blockers either, actually, like King 10. We yeah. don't have a king or a 10 in our hand. We don't... What else is there besides that? <laughs> it's so hard to think of anything. Yeah. But, none, but the problem is none of these hands would really, we think, be played this way on the turn. Not Probably most, not even on the flop. Not by most players. But the turn seems like insanity to play this way yeah absolute insanity i don't believe volkman would play with check call for half a stack with leave any, himself with six blinds with any with, draw really with any draw i yeah. just don't believe it i don't believe it maybe a pair and a draw which by the way is winning <laughs> if somehow we had ace jack of spades i don't know i guess he could have it sure I think he'd probably check raise the flop, but maybe he would decide not to because maybe thinks ace high, that ace high is maybe good enough sometimes. And then check calls the turn because he still isn't exactly sure and, and like thinks his showdown value may be enough and shoves here. We still can't call. We're losing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So what? I'm know, really struggling. This guy is good, but and maybe we're just missing something. Maybe. But I really don't see any reason to call. I know the, the only reason I see is the price is good. We're getting, we're getting four to one. But that's not good enough. I mean, our opponent is playing it is basically saying, I've got trip queens are better, right? That's what he's saying when he shoves here. What yes. else could he say? So I guess the third element is, does the story make sense for value? The answer is clearly yes. Now, we thought we would see a lot of shoves with the queen on the turn, and but, we didn't. But less frequently than with a draw. Of course. The queen at least... May, and if we know anything about ourselves, which we should, we know that we're the loose guy who bombs it a does lot. Does any clearly. man truly know himself? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Because he called. <laughs> like, if he knew himself, he'd be like, oh, what's my image? My image has got... I mean, based on this hand alone, his image has almost got to be... I'm the crazy guy at the table, right? I guess maybe like his human mask fell off and the uh, old lizard face was showing. Maybe he also thought Volkman was a reptilian too. He's like, no reptilian would ever play a hand like this, <laughs> right? Because yeah. he knows not yeah. to. Uh, oh, and it's the reptilian deal. Like if you, if you double up a reptilian, he gives you 100K. That's <laughs> just a deal. So maybe that, but assuming those not, that's not the case. Yeah. Because I don't know. 
quite frankly, if Volkman's reptilian or not. Yeah, we I don't know. It's, yeah, like, it's pretty fucked up of you guys to assume that because we're reptilians, we know who every reptilian yeah, is. Yeah, like, what I the mean, hell? I mean, of course, if they're in the room and we can smell them, we know. Oh. But Volkman's in, in Brazil. Like, the only reason why we know Biden's reptilian is because the news. Yeah. The news, you know, the reptilian <laughs> There's daily. still the, the subtext. The Chronicle. The reptilian Chronicle. <laughs> yeah. Also, it was pretty clear about it. Um, but anyway, back to this. Uh, I can't... For the life of me. Okay. All I can think of is he's like so surprised that he suddenly gets shoved on. He's like, what hand could possibly do this? Okay. Trip Queens or better. How could Trip Queens or better play it like this? It doesn't make any sense. Ace high beats the missed draws of which there's very few. And he doesn't have time to get to, oh my gosh, maybe uh, if I thought about the turn enough, I would, I would just now I say he doesn't have enough time, but the truth is he actually takes a few minutes to decide. He has like 11 minutes on his clock. And he takes a few minutes of them. So he does have time to go over this. It isn't like he's got 10 seconds, you know? Sometimes online, you don't have a lot of time, yeah. right? This is not that. So I don't see how he couldn't have figured this out, quite frankly. I don't see how anyone could... Be, if he had Ace-9 and he called, they'd be like, fair enough. Like, I, it still doesn't really make sense. It's not... It, I question even that, but at least I can get it. So ultimately, we're missing something, probably, because this guy is good, and he probably knows Volkman better than we do. I guess, but what could we possibly be missing? Does he, like... If you don't know, you don't know. Right. Uh, Volkman is going to call with... I mean, he can't call with just a naked King-10, so it's got to be the combo draw on the turn? I mean... Really? I just can't... I keep going back to, like... Volkman's play, when we analyzed his river play, was the correct and perfect play and made so much sense, right? Yeah. And should be obvious to any good player that that is, like, a play that makes sense. And he has trip queens. I mean, we can have trip queens ourselves, right? Yeah. So for him to suddenly shove out of nowhere is very strong, especially against the under-the-gun range, where we have king-queen, ace-queen, aces, kings, nines for a set, and now a full house, um, probably queen-jack suited, probably queen-ten suited, right? Minimum. Yeah. All those hands are calling, right? Yeah. I see no reason to call. I can't think of a reason to call. We bet 275 on the turn, and he called. He's got something, and when he does this shove, he's got trip queens almost always, or better, right? Yeah. I would expect it's mostly trip queens and not like queen nine, because I assume he's check-raising queen nine more on the turn. Maybe not always, but more of the time. Maybe our rep is such that he's not even Maybe. doing that. Who knows? Um, I wonder, even if he checks the river, if, if we're just going to see a shove after all now from, yeah. from Dominguez, because... It's so surprising to me that he calls. I know Maybe the, he was just going to show naked aggression no matter the what. The price is good. The price is fabulous. That's all we got, though. But are we really winning 20% of the time? Because that's what we need to be doing. It doesn't feel like it. Or a little, little less, even. Like It's like 19 or 18%. But I don't see how we could be winning with a 6 here 18% of the time. It doesn't feel very likely. If we were deeper, maybe I could be talked into it. Yeah. Like, he's not going to play all his draws hyper-aggressively against the under-the-gun range when we're deeper. But he's too short to do these things. This, sh- this should be a fold, man. It feels like it. I know we want to give him credit. I know he's got some nice hand and stuff. This feels like it's a mistake in the moment. You know, really good players make mistakes. This yeah. feels like a mistake. It does. It does. And ultimately, it costs Dominguez. Uh, obviously, it's a big pot. He ends up going out eighth, which is the next spot Oh, out. wow. And Volkman gets second, which is... Wow. He got second here. He got second against Isaac Barron, or I think a, a couple weeks later in the same tournament. So Volkman doing well in these things. That's a $200,000 difference wow. in places. That's amazing. Uh, wow. Dominguez, Dominguez goes from starting the hand with, what was it? How many blinds did he have? Like, yeah, almost 30. Almost 30. He now has... 13, yeah. less than 13 blinds. And, that, and now he's the big short stack of the table. And of course, he ends up going out eight. 
Wow, devastating. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make